Welcome to Drive the Bid, the podcast brought to you by ClassicCars.com and AutoHunter.com. ClassicCars.com, your online classified source for vintage and interesting cars. And AutoHunter.com, your online source for vintage and interesting cars, but in auction form. Seven-day auctions with reserves, or sometimes no reserves. Photography included, a nice write-up of your car, also included. $129.99 gets you that seven-day auction. If an auction starts on a Monday, ends on a Monday, holidays excluded, obviously. And that's it. Those are the corporate companies we're, uh, we're working for here, as we call ourselves Jeff the Corporate Shill and <laughs> Derek the Corporate Shill. And <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm learning from the master. <laughs> yes, right. So here we are, back again. It's almost the holidays. Well, it is the holidays. I yes. guess the holidays officially kick off, in the United States at least, with Thanksgiving, right? I would argue once you get to Halloween, everything after that is kind of like the winter holiday season. Because when you think of things like um, the winter holidays, specifically all the ones that take place in December, that entire month of December is winter holiday themed. Yeah, it's pretty much junk. Like, as far as anything else goes. I don't mean junk. Like, it's, let me rephrase that. Yeah. I can't. A bah humbug, apparently, is not what I meant there. <laughs> okay, Scrooge. <laughs> what, I, what I meant is, come December, productivity of everything else seems to go away, and everything becomes focused on the holidays, and the yeah. month is kind of a throwaway month. So, yeah, and you throw away all of your cash on gifts and Christmas food and right. things like that. Yeah. Um, all all, all, all your, the seasonal goodies. All your cash and all of your dieting goodwill you've made up to that point is oh, yeah. gone. We will talk about in this episode a great way to spend your cash for some automotive inspired things. Sure. So before we get started, I would just like to remind everybody that I am seated here with Jeff Sutton, Jalopy Jeff, Yep. Derek Shaky, There Will Be Cars. That's right. And myself for unfortunately my final episode. Brad, Unfortunately, yeah. Brad DeSantis uh, from the Auto Off Topic podcast, which will not be my final episode if you want to listen to me. Mm-hmm. You can still hear me over there. And uh, you can follow me on Instagram, Instagram at TSISS350. So uh, with much or with little fanfare, that's it. Moving on to the topic. So the next episode, actually not moving on to the topic. I'm all over the place today, probably because of my last episode. But mm-hmm. the next episode will have at least two of you. Yep. There may be some guests in the works. I don't know about. Yeah. Some stuff. Um, some we'll stuff's happening, but you guys bit. are going to carry the torch of the Drive the Bid yep. podcast. Derek so. and I will be here next week. Excellent. I will not be. I'll be on vacation next week. Well, enjoy. Good. Yes. So. Have a good time, man. Anyway, so we want to talk about automotive-themed Christmas mm-hmm. gifts for the car people in your life. Or do we want to talk about automotive-themed Christmas gifts that we just force upon everybody in our life? Maybe a little of both. All right, cool. Yeah, I, I would lean towards the enthusiast side of things because I, I feel like you do have to really force it on people that are not automotive-related. Like, you can tell them this toolkit is essential for should anything happen or you have to adjust your battery cables or whatever. Most people would rather take their vehicle to you know an AutoZone or an O'Reilly's to have it. That being said, I'm going to change your answer a little bit there. There are some essential things for non-car people if they have a car. Air fresheners. Roadside emergency kit. roadside emergency kit. Stuff that you might need in that kind of situation. And you'd be surprised, I think, how many people don't have that stuff in their car. And nothing like... Yeah. I'm not saying like a full toolkit and... 
you know, a spare fuel pump and a spare alternator, like we talked about on our cross country road trip episode back in the early days of the show. Right. But I'm talking about like uh, flares or blankets or sand or shovels or all the things that blankets might... are a really good one, especially if you're driving through somewhere that the snows. Winter, the winter time, especially. So it gets cold in most of the country. And I mean, even we're based in Phoenix, Arizona, it doesn't take as long to find snow on a drive. We could be in the mountains in snow country in what an hour and a half yep. yeah so yep. it's certainly something to think about having in a car that you're going to drive and even on top of that other emergency gear like hey a bottle of water in the trunk and hey a fire yep. extinguisher or tire a, gauge a t- tire gauge just <laughs> gonna bring a stuff. fire extinguisher especially if you're driving old cars yeah like a 944 <laughs> yeah uh chances are pretty good that your non-car f- people that you're buying gifts for won't be driving an old car so, right, but I was going to bring that up, especially for the automotive enthusiast side. For sure. But your, your non-car friends would probably appreciate having some input in what they should have in case of an emergency. And this is true. Granted, most of them probably drive a newer vehicle and they don't have a, you know, clapped out 1980 Toyota Corolla, but they break as well. New cars sometimes fail. Like, they didn't fail anymore, we probably wouldn't have tow trucks. You yeah, know? I mean... So, things do happen. If you're listening to this podcast, odds are you probably are a car person. So, really, what we're telling you is this is an excellent way or to at remind least one of our your non-car friends that you are, in fact, a car person. Sure. <laughs> uh, I'm sure that all of my non-car friends are well aware of my car person. Well, don't you can give them a roadside assistant kit should they forget or a fire extinguisher. Well, let's put it this way. If your non-car guy or car girl friends had an issue with their car and they broke down and they were saved by something you gave them. You are now that car guy. You hero, are the hero to. status. And they Free will drinks. message you every time they go to buy a new car. All right. Or need something. So in that case, <laughs> we just let them suffer. <laughs> Anyway, there's there are certain things like that that I think would be good for that. But more importantly, for the car people listening, which is assumedly most of our audience, what is something that you guys would want to receive as a car person? Because the problem I have with car guy gifts is I've gotten a lot of car guy gifts in the year being the car guy or one of the car mm-hmm. guys in the family. And the non-car people in the family often assume they know what the car guy wants and they're way wrong and they are off by uh, uh, 10 miles mm-hmm. so what is something that you think would be almost a universal gift for a car person so i will go ahead and start that off and i think the best thing you can do that is a potentially cheap gift most of the time and is one that you can't go wrong with is to get them a small model or die cast of a car that they own because me personally, any 944, it doesn't even have to be the same color as my car. And I will be over the moon to receive a diecast model of that car. And typically, that doesn't cost a lot, whether it's a Hot Wheel. Literally, the barrier to entry there is a dollar. And then it goes up from there, sure. depending on how nice of a model that you want to buy them. And that's something that I would always be happy. I don't know about you guys, but I would always take a diecast or a model of my car. Yeah, it's thoughtful. I guess. I'd be down with that. You I say mean, I guess, but you have Staryods sitting over on your desk. No, I love diecast cars. I collect many diecast cars. I have an embarrassingly high number of diecast cars. Right. But the problem with that is I already probably have any one that I want. So for me, maybe maybe it's very personal to me is I don't I don't really need diecast cars. 
Yeah, for reference, for those of you that don't know us personally, Brad has not just a lot of diecast cars. He has well more than anybody that's currently on this podcast as well. Well, that doesn't reference to anybody who doesn't know the rest of you because they don't know if you have one. And I have ten. I, ha- I have a lot. But I, I definitely don't have Brad DeSantis numbers. Okay. <clears throat> You're probably right. <laughs> I've been collecting, so I'm, I'll be 42 years old this year. I have never gotten rid of any from childhood till today. Oh, wow. And I've been collecting ever since. So we're probably talking 10, probably somewhere around 10,000 pieces. Wow. Yeah, it's a lot. And it, quite an impressive array of Mitsubishi model cars, too. There's a few hundred of those. Yeah. 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 Anyway, that's my own. We're delving deep into my own uh, psychotic issues here, so let's uh, <laughs> move on beyond that. We, I'm, I'm sure that my household would probably love to get rid of some of them and get some closet space back, but, you know. The, the other solution is if you're worried they're like Brad, just buy them a Ferrari F40 model, no matter what. They'll be fine with it. What if Brad probably already has that one, too? Well, yeah, don't, don't buy Brad diecast cars. Mm-hmm. Don't buy Brad diecast cars. For all our listeners um, who are buying stuff. So if you're stuff, buying a Christmas you really know that's not me. Brad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I guess I shouldn't put my own personal thought into that because I am slightly on the uh, odd side there. So, Right. And a lot of places. <laughs> that's one of the things that I'm slightly odd about. Well, you're in the right place, man. Diecast cars are a good gift for most people. I agree. So that's the validation I was looking for. A number one. That's a good choice. Uh, I will say I did receive a diecast car. I, don't, I probably shouldn't tell a story in case that person listens. So never mind. Yeah, I think it's you know the diecast model car is a little bit more like effort than as opposed to just buying somebody air fresheners because even as a car person I don't put air fresheners in my car. Well, that especially often. if it's a car that is a diecast of a car that you own because it means that mm-hmm. they went out seeking that. Right. And that's personal for Which you. Which that usually takes minimal effort. These days, most people will have their cars in their Instagram bio or will have announced it somewhere. So if you're friends with them, you can usually sure, do a but quick check. Being in the car world and being a diecast person, I can tell you what cars I can and can't get in diecast pretty quickly. Right. There, there are some limitations. There so are limitations. if your friend likes really weird stuff that they made 20 of, um, you will have a hard time finding that car. Correct. Um, but. Uh, if your friend drives normal enthusiast cars, like Miatas, for example, there will only be 8 billion choices. Unless they have an NB or an NC Miata. Very limited on the diecast choices. That's a good point. They're all NAs and NDs, huh? Yeah. So there, there's a few. Um, I usually go back to the Hot Wheels-ish scale, which is 164th, and there's only one NB, and it's only available mm-hmm. in like three different colors. Well, the so. good news is there will be other suggestions on today's podcast so that they're not limited to just buying Wait, models. Wait, this is a podcast. Car podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Man. Yeah. I know. I'm out. Contrary to popular belief. I'm out. Um, who wants to go next? Uh, a gift for a car person. Yep. If you know said car person fairly well, you probably know their taste in cars. You probably know the kinds of things that they're into. And you probably know the kinds of things that they wish they were into. So it's really hard. I'm having a hard time with this, honestly. I didn't prepare well enough for this. My problem is most car people put all their extra time and effort into their car hobby. 
and mostly buy things that they want when they need them or want them. To an extent. So I would say one of the things that you definitely want to lead with is don't buy any modification type of things for their car, even if it's affordable, um, unless they specifically told you they wanted you to get it for them. Because that's very personal. That's one of those things that like somebody wants specific things when they build their car. So that would be like the best. Don't well, do that. I was thinking of tools, too, because a lot of people assume that you need tools as a car person, mm-hmm. which you do. But yeah. You, you, you might not need another set of metric wrenches. I could always use another universal screwdriver. I find I have a ton of those, and I still lose them and need to buy other ones and stuff like that. Sure. I like try to keep one in every single car. I guess it's lame, but I'm more of a gift card guy and that kind of stuff. Like, you give me mm. a gift card to a parts store. Give me a gift card to a place, Rock Auto, where I can buy some car parts. So or- the, you bring up a good point, and I've already got a solution for that actually so what i was going to talk about was detailing products so so often in the holidays we see these giant gift bundles of detailing products now as a car person you'll usually have your preference for detailing products and so those kits can be good if you're buying it for somebody that's maybe a casual enthusiast and like likes their truck for example but isn't like a full car head you know it'd be nice to do that but if you have someone that's a full-on car enthusiast that details their car regularly maybe don't buy one of those but think about buying a pack of microfiber towels because that is something they will absolutely use consumables yes well i was going to say you know kind of touching on what both of you said you know i i think you know in that case, a good idea would be a gift card. Uh, but I think, you know, if there is somebody that is really into detailing their vehicle, they probably have a preferred brand, I'm guessing. So it would be Correct. best to go with that brand. But I think a gift card, you know, that way, you know, if there's something in particular they wanted to get, like you're not forcing them into a box. Like you can just say, well, here's, you know, for whatever this brand, this much mm-hmm. money, and then they'll they'll have it spent in five minutes i'm so, sure yes i agree something like a gift card to especially like any of the generic auto parts stores that we all see on our city streets one of those is an, definitely an easy way out um i was raised in a family with the mentality that gift cards are a no-no try to stray from those and make it a bit more personal um so that's where all my suggestions are going to come from um, but microfiber towels i think are good because they're not something that's brand specific like i was kind of saying earlier sometimes the detail material like somebody might have a mcguire's preference over something else per se and that's why i stray from pricking a specific wax per se so you can always use microfiber towels they'll probably have a bottle of whatever their preferred wax is that they sure. can use them with i only like microfiber towels if my initials are <laughs> Sewn in <laughs> monogram, yeah, embroidered. So it, it, it doubles as your uh, your <laughs> suit. Go, yeah, your, uh, your pocket square. Pocket square, yeah. So you My go, car, you, car guy flex. Oh, this it's actually a microfiber towel. <laughs> you go to Derek's house and the bathroom is all microfiber towels with moniker on them. I can uh, see that. I yeah, can see that. That would be wild. <laughs> I only use designer products in my car. Yeah, yeah. So. It has to be of a, of a certain thread count. Well, um, you know, Jeff, you you um, you touched on. Well, I was going to say detailing products, but since you brought it up, I'm going to change my answer, and I would say bullet mustangs. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, if, if they've got taste, yeah. yeah. Um, I would say um, an experience. 
whether it's an on you know whether ah, it's an on track yes. experience mm-hmm. or I, now my my personal uh, tastes are kind of bleeding into this, but as an alternative, you know maybe get them a credit for renting like a vintage car in their area or whatever mm-hmm. you know even a newer sure. model car for a day or whatever. It depends obviously it depends on your budget, and there are very various price points for you know car rentals depending on the service and all that kind of stuff. But I think you know. So much of it is, you know, we like working on our cars or cleaning them or whatever. But Mm -hmm. I think on a sort of macro level, being car enthusiasts, people just like an experience in a cool car. Mm -hmm. And getting an on-track experience in like a Lamborghini or a Ferrari or a Porsche is one way of of living that experience. Or, yeah, you know, like, oh, I've always wanted to see what it's like to drive a first-gen Viper. Well, you could give somebody a credit to rent one for a day. Yeah, I, that's a fantastic gift idea because I think that also appeals to any level of enthusiast. Um, I know, you know, from anybody from your dad might want to go do it to your brother or whoever would definitely be interested in that. And then I for have reference. <laughs> for reference. <You> <laughs> Uh, for reference, there's uh, usually a ton, especially in Las Vegas, there's a ton of places that'll let you rent a track, um, and I'm sure there's tons of other areas. Most, uh, especially private tracks, will have options like that. And then as far as renting a various vintage car, there's uh, services like Turo um, will offer. Um, Haggerty will also have a rent-out yeah, program. Drive share, I think they call it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and so you'll be able to find vintage vehicles on there. Now, I will I will put the little asterisk of do your own research because some of the they kind of predetermine their own prices. Yeah, and prices so some of them and are mileage are important. On, yeah, so especially read, I know in Turo, the, the customer who owns the car sets the rate. So you yes. can give somebody a gift card for what you think is enough, and it's not enough to well, rent something in that area. Right, and it, you know, it, it's also kind of on them. I've seen some stuff where uh, people are asking five hundred dollars to rent some car, and I look at it and I go, "Well, that seems you know a little high." And you click on the details, and they go, "Yeah, we'll give you eighteen miles or whatever." And you're like, "I'm no. not doing that." Yeah. yeah. And then on Haggerty Drive Share, you got to be careful to check and see because there's like three main categories. So some cars are available to be chauffeur driven only. Oh, weird. There's some cars that are only for uh, photography or video. So it's, it's static. It's just for the shoot, you know, just for the, the backdrop, the scenery. And then there are cars that you can personally drive, but yeah, you got to really watch out for that stuff. Yeah. Because, yeah, we thought about getting a, like a vintage, like, you know, white Lincoln or something for our wedding. Mm-hmm. Ultimately decided against it because uh, there was a much cooler green Mustang in the parking lot. Uh, but <laughs> we could have given you a vintage white Hyundai for your wedding if you wanted. Oh, nuts. I could have given you a static for photos and videos purpose vehicle as well if you're interested. Yeah, but yeah, you know, and that's that's the thing you got to watch out for. Um, and, you know, it, it, it depends on the event, but for private driving you know you gotta watch out for that Mm -hmm. Um, and I I guess we could even throw in some gifts that vary on age group like if you're buying for a younger enthusiast that may or may not have their license yet I think uh, a poster of any up and coming supercar is a good one um, because they, you know, if they're like me, they literally plaster every inch of wall with miscellaneous posters and car types of things Um, so those are always good calendars, especially the automotive calendars. I, I always buy one of those every year. I like variety. I, I, I like getting the right. calendar. That's one of the. 
I don't know if I'm jaded or if I'm a jerk or if I'm not very nice here, but I haven't wanted many of the suggestions that have been brought up so far. Well, you're one what? of those things for you, sure. You but wouldn't a take microfiber towels? And the only reason no, I you refuse the diecast one, I should point out, is because you already have 10,000. Yeah, I don't need any more. But you well, want let's, more. Let's hear some suggestions from you, Brad. We haven't I'm, heard I'm from you, time. Mr. Roadside Assistance Kit. Uh, okay, Roadside Assistance Kit is a very good one well, for yeah, car enthusiasts, too. Yeah, for those that might not have one. but uh, For somebody who's close to you in your family and you know they don't have it, some kind of roadside assistance, whether it be AAA or similar product, would be a great thing to buy somebody. Like a year subscription too? Yeah, AAA is great. Um, speaking from experience, I have bought a car in the last year and have since needed to use AAA on said car. Sure. Um, as an enthusiast, because stuff happens. Yep. Um, so AAA is a good one if they don't already have it. Yeah, but I, I definitely agree with the calendar. You know, I have a. It's almost a, expected at this point every year for the past. I don't even know how many years my my mother has gotten me the Hemmings abandoned car calendar, which is like a. Oh, that's cool. I mean, yeah, it's like thing. a cars on the side of the road like americana kind of pictures of cars just kind of abandoned places so I, I do get that every year i look forward to that calendar every year so i do agree with the calendar one that's a pretty good one yeah for those i, I think i think it's just hard for me because my my taste is so personal to me that i don't want to have things around that aren't something i'd want you know and that becomes it's got to be curated by you. Yeah, and I don't like to tell people what to get me for gifts. Yeah. I just so don't, don't like receiving send Brad gifts. Any Christmas gifts? Yeah, don't give me any gifts. It's fine. Oh, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> this guy over here. <laughs> but don't worry. Um, for those of you that don't know Brad, um, those pictures of cars just riding on the side of the road—that's actually where Brad finds most of his cars. <laughs> this is very true, actually. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the Hemmings uh, abandoned car calendar is more of a uh, what's what of Brad's next car purchases yes. than anything else. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's a catalog for him. Yes, that's exactly. <laughs> Brad looks at and he goes, "Oh, look at the rust and patina on that one. The lack of rust. That's why I moved to Arizona." <laughs> so I, I don't, again, I don't have. I'm having a hard time with suggestions because I, I am truly, I truly have a hard time with it. Like, I don't think I'd want to be purchased a experience at a racetrack i don't think i'd want to be purchased any of that stuff like it's just it's to me all the stuff is like I, i'm i don't know i'm going to come off like a real pretentious jerk here so i should probably mm-hmm. just stop talking but yep. it's just none of it's really for me so well you like what you like yeah you know, that's, that's, that's too specific I'm, I'm i'm just too nerdy into uh, this to so brad would prefer motor oil uh, scented candles that you can pick up <laughs> at your local candle You joke, but shop. I've gotten so much automotive ephemera over the years from people. Like, maybe not motor oil scented candles, <laughs> but I've certainly gotten, like, car guy candle cool or dummies. car guy... <laughs> no. No, I've not got any coolant-flavored gummies, that's for sure. That sounds gross. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be sweet. That sounds gross. <laughs> Just make sure your pets don't get them either. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I need to try to take myself out of this equation here um, and just say that gift cards is the only thing I can really think of. I'm having a really hard time with this conversation because I'm trying to think of things I have bought for people that are car people. And it's all been like super personal. Like, I know that person. I'm related to that person. They're the car person that I know what they like because we do things together all the time. And it's easy to be like, oh, I know XYZ needs ABC. So give us some examples of some of the automotive type of things that you Well, I mean, it's been diecast. It's been detailing products. It's been all these same things you're talking about. It's just, Mm -hmm. I think I'm thinking too personal about it here. I'm having a hard time with this conversation because of it. I would would say so. Um, 
Listen, all us car guys would prefer you just buy us cars. So <laughs> ideally, it's if, fine. Yeah, if you can. <laughs> moving on to cars within your Christmas gift budget. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff, I'd and, like to and right back to die guests. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to jump in on something you uh, said earlier. Uh, as far as you know, for enthusiasts that might not be of the driving age, mm-hmm. and it got me thinking. You know, uh, several years ago, I wrote this article uh shameless plug but anyway uh well, part of the article was how there is a you you know depending on the car you're in or who's around it or who's interested in it you can be a sort of philanthropist in a sense because i remember uh years ago i was driving a challenger hellcat and there mm-hmm. was these like college-aged guys uh, in the lane next to me on the highway and they pulled up next to me and i thought they were motioning to me and i was like certainly they don't want to race. They were in a Corolla. It was four guys in a Corolla. I was like, they don't want to race. I'm definitely not going to do that because it was a press car, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I just waved to them and I just keep going on my merry way. And then it occurred to me, I was like, oh, they want to see me open this up. They want to hear the exhaust. They want to see the acceleration. And so that got me, what you'd said earlier, got me thinking like, you know, a lot of, you know, younger enthusiasts who can't drive, they don't have a car or whatever, but they're really into them. Mm -hmm. They just want to be around the car. They want to hear it. They want to go for a ride in it. Mm -hmm. And so I think that would be a great gift for, you know, a younger enthusiast. It's like, oh, hey, let's, you know, I'm going to take you out in this car. I'll show you under the hood. I'll rev it up, you know, uh, go get you lunch or ice cream or whatever it is. You know, I think that would Mm -hmm. really make a kid's day, you know? How do you gift that? Because I can't imagine gifting like, hey, Uncle Brad, what'd you get me for Christmas? You go to Turo. I ride in my car. (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, you you definitely can't. Well, I guess you could put a big bow on your hood and say like, hey, here's your gift. And then they think it's theirs. Yeah. No, that's a bad move. Okay, that would backfire. Uh, No pun intended. Uh, Are you making fun of my cars again? Yes, they will backfire. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's better than Jeff's car actually catching fire. Twice. (laughs) Twice. Don't worry, Jeff. I've been there too. We shouldn't talk about yeah, it as much. Right. I, the worst part about it is there's still evidence in the car that it caught fire despite mm-hmm. replacing the entire harness. Uh, well. Oh boy! I mean, it's it's really just black spots. You on could the probably hood. clean it off. Yeah, I, I probably could. Just, At this point, it's memories, battle scars. It is kind of funny to it's point out to people. Point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, oh, that black spot. That's when the car caught on fire. Uh, my last car fire, knock wood, was 2012. Mm. And there's still evidence in the car to this mm. day. So maybe 2013, ah, yes. 12 or 13. It was a while ago. <laughs> it's a good run. <laughs> I, f- I felt left out. Nobody's making it home. Right. <laughs> but you, you do bring up a good point, Brad. So, yeah, it's I guess you'd have, to, to you'd have yeah. to add on to that. But I think it w- would still be a, just an unforgettable experience for your niece, nephew, I younger think you need to couple with something else like, hey... I know that you're way into this. I'd like to take you to this event that I was going to be that I was going to go to. I'd mm. like to take you to this event, and here's a ticket. Find a car to, show. Here's oh, a ticket to that event. Yeah, yeah. and we can. And, we'll, my car. and we'll take my. We'll take whatever car you want. If you have multiple cars, or we'll take this car mm. or something along those lines. Yeah. is kind of the way. And then now you know who you're passing your cars down to if they're related by blood. Sure. Um, so you mentioned. Uh, corporate chill stuff um so <laughs> i am now going to be that corporate chill another gift if you know somebody that's interested in selling a car classiccars.com and autohunter.com you can buy them their listing and then we'd be more than happy to help them sell their car so you can go to classiccars.com or autohunter.com make sure they purchase first. the car <laughs> make sure yeah do make sure that they do want to sell their car otherwise 
You'll come up with a weird gift. You'll have to buy a car (laughs) to use the gift you bought them to sell a car with us. No, it's definitely it's it's definitely an interesting topic, and there's definitely a lot of things out there that if you know the person, you can get that thing for them. I've just again, I'm going to come off as being ungrateful here. I just received so many gifts that were intended and they thought was there. Well, you know, and I appreciate for a nickname the thought. for you, so now we have it. I'm grateful, Brad. Yeah. On my last episode, I got a nickname. <laughs> I'll take it. Um, there have been a lot of times where like, and I, and I appreciate the thought. I appreciate them trying, but I get something and it's just like, well, now I have to put this somewhere and I have no use for this and I don't want this and I don't have any, I'll never use it in any of my cars and I have to keep it for like at least long enough so they don't remember that they gave it to me when they can't find it down the road. So I don't know. So again, don't buy gifts for Brad. Don't buy gifts for Brad. Um, but some of my favorite gifts that I'll I'll mention to pass on as well. Um, so if you can find, um, again, if you know somebody that's got certain cars, things like period magazines or even books that can be hard to find sometimes. You can find a lot of this stuff on eBay. Brochures. Um, yeah, you can find car and driver articles and stuff from the period. Like, for example, I've got several magazines in my car, one from when the car was first being reviewed and on the front page and another one where the car won car of the year um then you can also find stuff like uh, books from porsche or dealerships even like period correct stuff that all that's porsche. all cool we're talking about porsches here talk about yourself now that yes I, I'm, I'm recommending we're, we're buying <laughs> stuff for jeff for christmas i'm that's providing i'm providing reference of okay. what i've received another good one that i've always liked is like the tin sides i'm a huge sucker for tin sides and so the tin signs that have like the automotive type stuff or like you know in my case porsche this or porsche that on it is always cool the vintage you know style are you okay with an actual if you're if you're an adult you get the good stuff if you're buying for a kid you buy like the the prints the just the posters are you are you okay with a reproduction of that stuff oh absolutely oh, okay um so first of all though those this is a totally different discussion if you want to talk about the market on original prints from like the 61 pre in france those are like thousands of dollars to sure. buy the real versions of those um, or, you know, when you see the what it costs to buy a real sign, you know, there's huge numbers for a lot of that stuff. Um, like you can go on, look at the Barrett-Jackson memorabilia stuff, and so there's some huge money in that that I don't have. So reproductions are this the answer. This is why you're asking for it for a gift, though. And this is this why is you need to corporate yeah, sure. what your yeah. budget is. Yeah. <laughs> now mentioning, yeah, Barrett-Jackson. Um, but so, I got to admit, you beat me to the punch because I was going to do the corporate show be- thing and <laughs> plug the upcoming show. <laughs> Yeah, so Scottsdale auctions coming up. Uh, the uh, um, forget, docket is actually already live, so they're updating oh, it? it regularly. So if you do want to start checking out the cars that are going to be at the Scottsdale auction for Barrett Jackson, some of them are already available, including a 1989 Batmobile, which Brad and I actually saw in person recently. Oh, nice! Yeah, it's the only Batmobile that's actually powered by a turbine, a turbine engine, and it's a wow. it's a Boeing turbo shaft. So it's not a jet engine; it's a helicopter turbine. So it's a turbine the same way a jet engine's a turbine, but it's not a jet engine the same way. It's complicated. I'm <laughs> because it, yeah, does it drive yes. <laughs> based? It, it drives a shaft. Yep. Unlike a jet engine, which drives on air propulsion. Yep. Right, that's, that's the difference. That's, I think that's the difference. They're both yeah. turbines, so they both make power the same way, but yep. the way they deliver the power is different. Yeah, because the helicopter wouldn't work. Moves the rotor. Yep. If it wasn't spinning a shaft. Yep. So it would oh, be okay. bad if it just put, provided propulsion because it would just fire the helicopter at the ground immediately. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't understand all the engineering <laughs> of how the thing works because it's made into like a four-speed drag racing 
It's like a Lenko or something. Yeah, yeah. A drag racing transmission. Um, so I don't know exactly how it works, but it's got a four-speed semi-automatic transmission. Um, a, a lot of the uh, control surfaces are managed through an iPad. And if, if you don't like the way we're describing this, you can read all of this for yourself over yeah, on the uh, listing. Because we're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of Barrett-Jackson, you know, in, in holiday gifts, you know, buying somebody ticket. ticket to Scottsdale. Exactly, yes. yeah. yeah. Yeah, and if you've got the funds, plane ticket too. You know, just yeah. full I mean, stop. If you got the real funds, buy my car. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> totally exactly. Right. There will yeah. be lots of cars rolling across the block here. Oh well, yeah, and uh, memorabilia, of course. You know, yep. it's it something for everyone. T-shirt. If you're attending the auction. That's you, true. You All can even buy. Uh, I remember last year, you could even go to a booth and buy a fur coat. Yes. The yeah, there's a lot vendors of unrelated all sorts vendors. Of stuff. Buy a yeah. mattress. You can buy, you can buy a helicopter. <laughs> buy all kinds of things. Well, there. while I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I often wonder how well their sales do at these trade shows, but uh, no, that's 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 a good gift. Like a ticket a ticket to an event. Mm-hmm. I, I I dig that. Yeah. And maybe that, maybe we, we can expand that to a ticket to any kind of event. Like, hey, I know that my friend is into NASCAR. I know we have a NASCAR track here in Phoenix. Maybe my friend mm-hmm. and I can go attend the NASCAR race together next year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would say don't buy them two tickets, assuming that they're going to take you. Right. But you buy, buy them two one tickets. ticket. <laughs> I, I would hope I would hope your friend that you bought the two tickets for and was tell them you'll you. hold the ticket until it's time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, just so you don't lose it. I don't want you to worry about it. Hey, man, this is a voucher to get a NASCAR ticket yeah. from me. You show up on we, we you go. show up in the morning with some stranger that you bought a ticket on StubHub. He gives me your address. <laughs> he said you could ride in together. Who are you? <laughs> you can ride in on the bus. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, a ticket to an event would be kind of cool as well. That's that's a good ticket. A good ticket. A ticket is a good gift. Mm-hmm. So I I dig that. Um, another thing that's out there that I've seen a few places is if your friend is a a coffee person. Mm-hmm. There's quite a few brands of coffee out there that are automotive themed. They are. That's a fun one. That's a consumable. Consumables sure. are great for as Brad mentioned. If you don't know what to buy that person in your life, consumables like food items, especially if it's. Uh, automotive themed is a great way to go if you want to make it automotive themed but don't know even where to start yeah i know there's one coffee company called drive coffee yep and they have these neat cans that have you know different themes and different logos on them uh, they're usually livery themed right that goes along uh, with the, the ones car? that i was looking at recently this year are overland themed oh and okay. they have like one is like a zion and it's got like an fj60 land cruiser artwork on it and the artwork is really nice and the coffee's really good and it's a it's a neat little presentation for somebody who's a car person slash coffee drinker in your life so that's also a that's my first real thought of this whole episode. Yeah, look at me. Well done, Brad. <laughs> All right, <laughs> retiring on top. <laughs> That's uh, yeah. I've, I've seen uh, to to go a little further into that. I, I can't remember the name. It might have been the same company. There was one that had a lot of different livery themes with the cars. It was the drive. Cans. They had a GT40 um, with yes, the golf livery. Yes. They had a martini mm-hmm. with the Porsche on it. Yep. And they had maybe the green and purple hippie Porsche one. There were a couple different ones. Yeah, I don't remember that. The Le Mans GT40, though, for sure. For I sure. think they had a red F41, too. Yeah, maybe. Um, but they also had a couple different things of coffee, not that we're trying to advertise for them too much, because um, they're not paying us. Um, but the uh, they also had like cold brews and other things. So look into that, even if they're not into standard bean coffee, but are into cold brews and stuff. There's usually a couple different options if you do some research. Hey, they still do have the classic racing collection. I was just looking at the uh, Overland collection or whatever their name of it is. It's something different. They have a Detroit one, a Baja one. Is the uh, coffee served in a jerry can? Um, it, 
Yes. <laughs> oh, I've, I've got one. It actually looks more like a paint can, like a, like a lacquer thinner can. If you know somebody that drives a Jeep, just buy them rubber ducks. You're welcome. Oh, yes. <laughs> rubber ducks? Yeah. You're not familiar with that? I don't think so, no. Okay. So for whatever reason, uh, Jeeple, um, <laughs> that's <laughs> I, I see what for you did Jeep there. People. Yeah. For those of you not, not in, the, in the Jeep, no. Um, I think that's offensive. If, if you, Yeah. If, if you don't know what Jeep Agri eyes are, uh, Jeeple, um, there's a Jeep slang that essentially what you do is you get rubber ducks and you put it on other people's Jeeps as you find them. And so it's a sort of way of... Jeep people recognizing Jeep people and acknowledging Jeep stuff by putting Jeep ducks and telling them to like pass it on, essentially. That sounds annoying. Or if you're really cheap, you can just give them the Jeep wave. It's absolutely free you, as you pass it, them on the road. That applies to anybody that has the same mark as you, not just Jeeple, by the way. The or wave, driving a vintage car. The, the, duck, the duck thing, don't give other people ducks, but the, the wave is good. I don't like the duck thing at all. That's Well, that's why you don't own a Jeep, Brad. It's bother. <laughs> one of the many reasons. <laughs> So getting off of the gift subject, are there any holiday traditions that you do, automotive-related, that you're looking forward to this year? Yeah, we go uh, to grandmother's house. It's uh, over the river and through the woods. Yes. <laughs> oh. Very insensitive. Uh, my grandmother has passed. I don't want to talk about grandma's house. <sighs> Too soon, Jeff. Too soon. Uh, Too soon. I don't have any more grandmothers either, so oh, okay. I'm right in there with you. Well, I got you both beat. I never met my grandmother, so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, on this morbid episode. <laughs> yeah, you know, I was mentioning what's eating Gilbert Grape. Do, 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 do miss my grandmother tremendously. Both of them. But anyway, um, Christmas tree getting, Christmas tree gathering, oh, Christmas yeah. tree purchasing or cutting down. Yeah, let a Christmas tree on fire with your exhaust flames. Is one of my <laughs> favorite things because <laughs> it can also involve my vehicle. Yeah. And it inevitably, you know, my biggest hobbies are cars and photography mm-hmm. and nothing's more nothing's more holiday to me and signifies the start of the season than taking a picture of one of my cars the tree on the roof mm, obviously inspired another christmas gift obviously you need to have some kind of heavy duty moving blanket on your roof so that the pine needles don't scratch the crap out of your roof but i think that yeah. uh, that's one of my favorite holiday traditions i have seen a good one. some very miserable looking trees that i think were strapped down for probably the whole month of december on oh, some no, interesting no, 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 vehicles no no no, 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 we don't do that yeah, I, no. I know, but I'm saying I think some people, I've seen that Some in people Phoenix. put the tree on their roof, and they put lights on it on their roof, which is yes. weird to me because you don't decorate the tree at the tree store unless you're buying a fake tree at Home Depot. You don't get a pre-decorated tree. Right. And then you don't drive around with it on your roof for the point of driving around with it on your roof. That's weird and yeah. attention-looking and, and attention-seeking, and I don't right. like it. Yeah, it's over the top, I, literally. I, yes, I put the tree on my roof, and I bring it home. <laughs> Yeah, and I take it off of my roof and I put it in my living room where trees naturally belong. <laughs> of course. Yes. yes. Yes, of course. That so is that, a good one, though. Yeah, that's just that's, a that's classic. That's my favorite automotive holiday tradition. And then I have, because I'm a diecast guy, of course, I have some Christmas decorations that are diecast car related. Yeah. So. But you were never gifted any diecasts. I've been gifted lots of diecasts. Mm. So you'd say it's a good Christmas gift? <laughs> They are all fired as my co-hosts. <laughs> so speaking of my grandmother, my grandmother used to love Hallmark stores and the Hallmark keepsake ornament collections. Mm, that's a good one. Car and, ornaments. And she every year would purchase me whatever the new Hallmark Christmas car ornament was. Mm-hmm. And then eventually they were also trucks and they all have, you know, it's a not perfectly scaled, but close enough looking 
with like a little tree in the back and some gifts in the back. And I've always liked those and I probably have every single one they ever made. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's cool. So yeah, they're, they're very neat to put some on the tree, like a few on the tree each year. I can't put all of them on the tree or else the tree would be nothing but cars. You're which I, of course, I don't trees, see the problem with which that. Which I, of course, have no problem yes, with. But there you go. I also do like to keep the respect of Naomi and allow her to put one or two ornaments yeah, on the tree. Yeah, so. that's something, yeah, yeah my, my lovely girlfriend and I have been balancing as well. A um, little bit of a rustic Christmas car theme with all of the red trucks with generic uh, red trucks with Christmas generic trees in the back. 50-ish are the, trucks. Yeah, yeah. car yeah. decorations um, everywhere to make it somewhat car related. Well, I have a die cast, I think it's a Mac 18 wheeler, hmm. but it's a Coca Cola themed 18 wheeler with the Coca Cola Santa Claus on the side of it. Oh, okay. It goes in front of the television. That's cool. Yeah. And uh, I've added this year, those people who are listening who are diecast people will remember that the Hot Wheels Red Line Collectors Club put out a uh, Willis race car <laughs> this year, uh, like a gasser. That's Christmas themed. So and it has the, and I, I wasn't going to buy it, but they sucked me in because it has the Moon Eyes logo on the side, wearing right. a Santa hat. Uh, yeah, classic Moon Eyes fan Brad over here. Yes, wearing a Santa hat. So I was like, oh, all right, fine. I'll buy that. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Um so one of the things that you're talking about when you're talking about the process of grabbing the tree and things like that, it occurred to me that when you are taking your clutch or car out, should you live somewhere that's maybe not the harsh East Coast where there's tons of snow out at this time, mm-hmm. and you, you can take your clutch or car out without fear of something happening to it during winter season. Or salt. A photo shoot um, for your car. Sure. Maybe like a winter-themed one or just a coupon to do it whenever type of thing um, is also not a bad idea. I, I don't think I've ever met a car person that didn't like photos of their car. No. No, photos are always good. So there you go. And Professional even if, photos. Even shoot. if your car person friend is a hobbyist photographer, they probably would appreciate somebody else taking pictures of their car once to kind of get a different mm-hmm. perspective on things. Yeah, 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 it saves them the the you know the work of editing and all that kind of stuff. You know, well, if they're a hobbyist, that's not work; that's their hobby. But it's just getting the perspective, I think, from somebody else would be kind of neat to see somebody else taking pictures of their car. Sure, especially so. if they don't own a DSLR or any of the camera well, equipment. Especially if they're not a photographer. What I'm saying mm-hmm. is, if like myself, I'm a you know hobbyist photographer as well as a car person, so I would never mm-hmm. consider hiring somebody to take pictures of my cars but if somebody else bought me a gift and was like hey here's a photo shoot with your car you'd absolutely use it that's kind of cool I'll Mm -hmm. use that yeah for sure because again it's a different perspective different things than did we find another gift that Brad's okay with I think so (laughs) I mean all the things people I mean all the things I turned around on it right (laughs) capitalist Brad yeah after the spirits have now visited Brad (laughs) not the uh, RX-7s we we unintentionally did a uh, Christmas Christmas Carol episode here after the spirit RX-7s had visited Brad yes the three spirit Spirit RX-7s yes Yes. the spirit FD RX-7s have visited Brad he's come around He's now uh, found his Christmas spirit. Yeah. He's mad as RX-7 didn't get fixed by one of them while I was here. <laughs> so I guess Tiny Tim in this case would be Tiny Timberline Ford Explorer. Uh, ooh, that's a deep cut. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know what we're talking about here. Yeah, well, um, Tiny Tim. And Timberline's one of the, the trim, trim level? level. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. I, was, I was going deep for that one. Yeah, uh, real deep. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't pick up on it. I mean, it, I, so. my reference would have been even more obscure. When, when you say Tiny Tim, I instantly think of the giant unguided rockets that were invented during World War II for ground striking. Why wow. okay. here Tiny Tim, my brain goes to a guy who plays a ukulele. Because he's yeah. also Tiny huh. Tim. He, yeah, yeah tiptoe through the tulips. Yes. Yeah. 
So oh. this is a lot of tiny tips. Yeah, there's out a lot there. of tiny yeah. tips. Yeah. <laughs> Only one of them is Christmas related, though, so I knew where he was going with that. <laughs> but it's uh, you know, getting it's back Chris- with Christmas the- episode about rockets. <laughs> <laughs> Death from above. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Speaking of rockets, if your car can two-step uh, and you're looking for a fun Christmas activity, um, bring a fire extinguisher. You can light old Christmas trees on fire with your two-step. And then if your car is not a drag racing car, after Christmas is over, remove the two-step and throw it in the trash because I don't want to hear it anymore <laughs> while you're driving down the street. Derek, go on. You were about to say. Oh, uh, well, you know, since we got back onto the, the gift idea, I was thinking, you know, one... And again, this is an experience. You might want to couple this with an actual physical gift, but I think one of the greatest things you can give anybody... Uh, is is your time, but it, it it also applies to automotive enthusiasts because I remember uh, this this is a personal thing, but I, I think it applies to other enthusiasts as well. There was um, a time a few years ago I was testing a Ford Ranger with a uh, bed, uh, you know, over the bed tent. It was mounted on uprights and everything. And, you know, I was I had to test it by going off-road. It had the FX4 suspension, but I also wanted to camp in it, you know, to see what that was like, you know, how easy it was to pop up the tent and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, my, uh, my girlfriend at the time, now wife, uh, we'd gone on a disastrous camping trip before, so I was like, I don't want to put her through that again. <laughs> and so my, uh, my good buddy Dan, you know, he took off the whole weekend to go you know out drive 45 minutes to the off-road park do some wheeling and then spend the night in the tent you know and i was like this is really cool like it was the gift of his time Mm -hmm. Uh, and he's not even a car guy but he did that you know or you know if there if you get a car friend uh car enthusiast friend that you know oh you know i really want to watch this documentary or i want to watch this car show or or whatever it is and you know they uh Let's say they they don't have anybody to watch it with or whatever. You know, it's like just block out some time. Like, hey, let's get some pizza, you know, some beer or whatever, and you know, let's let's watch this stuff together. You know, and then you can just go back and forth about it. I think I think somebody would really appreciate that too. And to spin that a different way, what I would say is, if you are a car person that likes working on cars and you have friends that also do the same thing, if you want a sort of uh, easy, non-cost-effective gift, get them coupons that you'll come and help them fix their cars when they break in terms of a way of spending time with somebody that's still automotive-related and kind of also a semi-gag gift if you want it to be perceived that way. Um, the other one that occurred into my head when we were kind of talking about photos earlier, if they already have photos of their car or a hobbyist photographer and already take their own photos of their car like we talked about, what you can do is you can go and nab some of the photos that they've undoubtedly posted to some sort of social media that you have access to and you can actually get something, uh, the car printed on something. I've seen some places that do like these physical printouts kind of of the car, um, the display it or some other stuff like that. There's lots of stuff available that you can have custom sure. ordered or any of that. I think that's another good way to make I it personal. I would drink coffee out of a mug with my car on it. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Oh, I, I wouldn't wear a t-shirt with my car on yeah, it, so the t-shirt, And there. it might come out a little weird. Yeah, yeah, maybe don't do the t-shirt one, but the mug is a good one. Yeah, um, mug, mouse pad. custom stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are all good. All good or ideas. Or have somebody, like, there's people there that make, like, a cartoonish... Like picture of your car, yeah. You could have a, their car, their yeah, car done that way. Some of the like uh, Etsy style 
stuff yeah. that's available. Yeah, exactly. The uh, the one that I've been lusting after. So if you're looking for a gift for me and are somehow listening to this podcast, um, I would like a 944 rug. I know that they make cool rugs. Something along those lines, or any cool '60s race car would be appreciated. I do have a nine. I do know of a 944 rug, but it's very expensive. So. 944 rug in the 944 or a separate 944 rug? No, a, a rug for your home that has the image of a 944. That already exists? Yes. Really? Yes. Yeah, and oddly enough, it has a cigarette burn in it, so it matches your car. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. <laughs> Oof. Well, so... Go ahead, sorry. There's, a, there's such a car called the 944 S2. So if my car is caught on fire twice and it's a 944 would that make it it's an f2 an f2 yes no but on that note i, I should have hit the button right there we have a button on our podcast recorder that's a, a rim shot but too late <laughs> um on that note i think we're gonna end this episode uh jeff they can find you on the internet anywhere that your content yes. is under the name jalopy jeff yep and Derek, they can find you anywhere on the internet that your car content is under the name There Will Be Cars. That's right. And you can find me at Instagram at TSISS350 and at my other podcast, where it'll be my only podcast now after this episode, Auto Off Topic. And you can find that podcast anywhere on the internet where you find social media. So Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, podcast hosts, we're there. So. Brad, I'd like to, before you formally close the show, I'd like to say that uh, we are definitely going to miss you. I mean, you know, just a great dude, wealth of knowledge, uh, just done such a great job helming this podcast. And I know there are people out there listening that are going to miss having you on this show. So, uh, but, you know. We, we wish you the best of luck. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think you're going to need it because, you know, you're just so knowledgeable and passionate and experienced. So I think it's a given that you're going to go on to bigger and better things. But we will miss you. Yeah, and I, and I hope that every time you look at your 944, you instantly think of my 944 and how I bought it before you did. And then I go to the back of my car and I check my fire extinguisher and make sure that it's charged. <laughs> yeah, okay, so... <laughs> rude every time somebody has said a fire about my car this anyway, episode uh, it's been real guys um i appreciate your time i appreciate you doing this with me and uh, i wish you guys also nothing but the best of luck moving forward with the show and i think that it's uh it's got a big future so good night everybody good night <laughs>